Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. All right, welcome to another exciting episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio, where we're back and Yay! ready for action. There's lots of cool stuff that's hit the, uh, the the internet or geek waves or whatever you want to call it, and we're going to talk about it because there's lots of cool, cool stuff. Like the geek waves. I'm not even going to call it the internet anymore. Just call it the geek I, waves now? I surf the geek waves. All right. Yeah. All right. That, that's now official. Well done. Well done we, need, we need a slogan on, on, on a shirt now. That's the show. That's just a good day. Yeah. <laughs> That's the whole show. That that one line. That one line. I'm in trouble. Search the geek waves. So no, there's some really cool stuff that's happened. Um, you know, with San Diego Comic Con, there's a lot of really cool trailers that came out. Um, um except for the Star Wars trailer, because apparently that was just exclusive to you know. Oh no, wait, that was the celebration. Either yeah. way, I'm still yeah. upset. Yeah. I do. I do want to complain about that. <laughs> no, we were promised we'd see Darth Vader, and and we didn't. I just feel like ABC was all like, hey, come watch this program you've seen 400 times. Yeah. Maybe you'll get to see your Rogue One trailer. Nope, nothing. I don't know. A part of me is like, okay, I'm glad they got to watch it first. They did travel all the way to London. They should get something exclusive. But the no, same I agree. ABC is a big liar. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it was cool to watch, but I was expecting a trailer. I wanted to see, you know, something very similar to the whole, you know, Wolverine thing. But with Darth Vader's hand in the lightsaber. Yeah. You know, no. it, it kind of pisses me off because, like, it took away from my excitement of the behind-the-scenes thing because I thought that was awesome. But I was more disappointed that I didn't get a trailer just because I was expecting it. If I wasn't expecting it, that would have been a lot cooler. So your expectations were too high and it let you down? Yeah. That's a first. Yeah, you pretty much. You said that. It's <laughs> a trailer and no trailer. And now I can't be as happy as I would have been for the behind-the-scenes video. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, if they just would have said, hey, we're going to release a behind-the-scenes video, we still would have been excited, but it wouldn't have been as much of a letdown. Oh, yeah. Because but, everyone was expecting a trailer. That being said, uh, that behind-the-scenes video was pretty impressive. It was cool. We got to yeah. see some new stuff that we haven't seen, so that was nice at least. Yeah. No, I agree. We got to see some really cool new stormtroopers. We got to see some new aliens. Um, I just feel like that this Star Wars is going to be, one, a lot different from any other Star Wars we've seen, um, and two, it's going to be probably more familiar to us because it looks a lot more like the original trilogy than even The Force Awakens. Yeah. It definitely has that feel. I, I'm really excited to see this new this new droid. You know, we've kind okay. of seen some droids... 
know, we've seen astromech droids. We've seen a lot of droids that look very similar to three C or C three PO, um, and and then we've also seen some other droids. But we're actually going to see kind of a battle type droid it, for the first time. It, it feels like with uh, Alan Tudyk's character and. Of uh, HK forty seven, like a ton, which I love. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. We're gonna see something different. Um, and if it's Alan, I I guarantee you that droid's gonna be a wisecracker. And the, you know, most of the wisecracking droids we've seen don't really speak. They just do beeps, like with Chopper and R two and BB eight. I I want to see something that wisecracks as much as. You know, HK-47. So. Oh, Winnie Droid. That'd be yeah. cool. I think be- it's so funny having a character that always talks like that, but you have to be kind of like, ha, 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 wait, are you serious kind of attitude with him the whole time. Yeah. So I, I, I think it's going to be awesome, especially if somehow he slips in there, look, a leaf on the wind, you know, something like that. That would be that would be kind of cool, too. I'd be instantly, like, really sad, but... but <laughs> he didn't die, guys. He didn't die. If you haven't seen it yet. <laughs> no, maybe Bob Thomas is ABC. How old so, is that now? Ten years? Yeah, they. they we can. Oh no, that. no, no! I, it's it's older than that. Firefly? No. Yeah. Wait. Oh, well, I thought it was. Wait, when did Serenity come out? Yeah, I'm, I'm pulling that up right now. Um, <laughs> it was a while ago, though. So True. What was 2005. So it is 11 oh, years old. 11 years. My bad. I, I yeah. skipped here. Part of the behind-the-scenes video for Rogue One. Huh? <laughs> Your favorite part? Oh, my favorite part. Sorry. Including yeah. um, the part where we see on Darth Vader's reflection. Oh wait, we didn't get to see that. That was no, in the we trailer. Didn't see that that we didn't get to see. Mikhail, you know, this close to going back and rewatching it twice. My, it's really, it's really tough to pin down a favorite part because there was a lot of cool stuff in there. Um, however, if I'm going to pinpoint one down, it has to be where the scene where they're driving the the, the new stormtrooper with that kind of flat face that goes it's really like down low over the neck. With the scout trooper. Yeah, and he's in some sort of tank. That was really cool because it's like, wow, that's something completely different for it, a, a trooper helmet. Like- Belongs there, like we. It does. If, if like if someone could tell me, hey, if you look close enough, that trooper is in a New Hope somewhere, walking around. I would believe him because it's it's so perfect and appropriate for yeah. that era, which is beautiful. Yeah. I think for me, hands down, because one thing I love about Star Wars is seeing these characters and stuff that we've grown to love in new and exotic locations, and mm-hmm. seeing so many different renders of this like outer space, other worlds kind of thing in, like, Mustafar with a lava planet and Dagobah swamp planet, and they're all kind of, like, exclusive to their own demographic. I love that we're finally seeing something a little bit new because we didn't get to really see that in The Force Awakens and something that we haven't seen before in Star Wars, and it's just a complete beach planet because we've seen kind of beach fights and stuff with uh, Kashyyyk and whatever, but this is, like, a paradise gone hell wrong. And those beach troopers, for me, were just, like, holy crap, nostalgia overload like so cool yeah well and, and one of the really cool things for me uh, I've seen some of the posters that came out of there and you have that beach scene and be up in the sky massive is the Death Star Death Star oh. which that like just looks the planet's cool. atmosphere yeah <laughs> so that was just amazing to me to see that because it's like okay 
So this planet or moon or whatever they're on is really close to that location. Um, but the one thing that really baffles me with looking is, you know, you see them running across the beach and Felicity Jones is carrying this giant you know, hard drive. <laughs> you would think that with as advanced technology as they have, it wouldn't be this massive hard drive, unless they're just using antiquated systems so that it's not on the hollow net or something you know, like that. I don't know. I like it's just weird. Because it's also a throwback to what they had available to them in 1976. And okay. I feel like that in itself is really cool because now it's a physical object. It's like it's, it's, its presence is more physical. You know what I mean? And okay. I, I like that. I, I like the throwbacks to technology, the throwbacks to, you know, World War II, Vietnam, things that were... Well, I mean, the thing that, for me, that was confusing is because, okay, in we have in the, the prequels, they put it on this little circular thing that fits in the palm of Dooku's hand, and then he flies off. But yeah, now we have this... Disney is disregarding the prequels for the most part in their new films. Okay. But I do agree it doesn't add up. <laughs> yeah. What about you, so. McKay? You like Star Wars? Oh, I kind of like Star Wars. It's cool, you know. <laughs> but then you started trying to make like prequels didn't exist, and I'm driving to your house right now so I can hit you in the face again. I don't even want to hear it. I love the prequels. But, they're just not relevant right now. Oh, they're clearly <laughs> relevant. They'll be more relevant than anything over the next 20 years. But keeping them relevant for me is uh, Rebels. I think that that is keeping the badassness of the prequels alive for me. Thank you, Dave Filoni. Thank you. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's cool. I I love. I, and we don't have an official term on what the planet, like the beach planet, is yet. We don't we don't know anything really about it. I don't Correct. think so. other than that little breakdown we did. It might be that planet from uh, Jedi Knight, because um, I don't know what it looks like on the outside. I'll be quite honest, but that's where they were originally hosted the planets of the Death Star. Um, you know, and, and they've done a really good job at kind of keeping things under wraps this time. But yeah. giving just enough to feed the frenzy, but not enough to give everything away. Yeah, I don't know. So the first time I saw the beach planet, I was hoping maybe it was like the one from Knights of the Old Republic. I don't remember what the name of that oh, planet is yeah, either. Those ancient people. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's just kind of what it reminded me of. And then every time I see Forrest Whitaker, he's like one of my most favorite actors in the world. He's just going to be awesome. Like, and then when we found out that he's also, uh, what's his name from the Clone Thaw. Wars? Thaw. Thaw? That's his name? Just Thaw? Thaw. It's funny. Thaw, as in, uh, do you want to play a game? Oh, so, okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, so that's really cool, too, that they're tying that in, and we'll see if they do that with some more of the people when the movie actually comes out. Yeah. I've heard rumors that there's going to be even more characters brought in from the Clone Wars slash Rebels. And I'm I'm really like I'm not gonna be surprised if all of a sudden we have like a huge name drop like Ahsoka or something in the movie. Ah, oh, that'd be so crazy. I know. I know. Yeah. And the fact that it's happening at all with Forrest Whitaker's character tells me that the possibilities are endless. Yeah. yeah. No, it definitely is. So um, yeah, let's let's move on to the, some of the other cool stuff that's come out this week. Just because we could we. <laughs> we could end up. T well, we we kind of talked about that last week, but uh, 
I'm not we over can... it, Daniel. <laughs> but what's sad, too, is if he's at the end of season three, but not in this movie, like, he's going to die during, like, season three, correct? I know. I mean, that's one thing we kind of mentioned. Um, or is he somehow put out a it goes into hiding in some... for, yeah, like, go... 30 years. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> There's, they're going to have to come up with a story some way. I mean, one, do they kill the character off, which is going to be tough. Yeah. Um, because Just because of the way Thrawn is. Um, and then two, yeah. um, if they don't kill him off, what are they going to do to kind of put him out of commission during the whole ep- episodes four, five, and six? I mean, because yeah. he's obviously not there. No, he's, he's going to die. I mean, I hope to see some sort of, like, even if it's just kind of like a cameo thing in Rogue One, you know, mm-hmm. like they stumble upon his timeshare on the beach planet or something. Like, I don't know, but it would be cool to see to him that, like, his presence was there because he's canon now. Like, that's the other thing I have to wrap my mind around is that Thrawn is canon. He was there. Like, but you also need to realize it's still somewhat of a different Thrawn than what you read in Timothy Zahn's well, trilogy. And at the same time, no, because no, they've, they've pulled in Timothy Zahn to help out with him. I know, but it's still different. It's not going to be Thrawn that you saw after the trilogy because this is Thrawn before correct. the trilogy. No, so yeah, I agree with that, but I'm also saying that it's still the same character. Just It's like a new adventure with Thrawn. That was yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's, he's humor because I get yeah, he's, story with him. Yeah, he's still the tactician. They've already set that up because they in the trailer they mentioned that. So we're going to see the same character, just a little bit different. In a different timeline or yeah. something. Yeah. 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 Which is just so cool. Just so cool. Just imagining what has happened to him, his influence on the war. He's real now, and that's that's what's really exciting to me. Yeah. No, it definitely is because you know once they said, oh, they kicked out the EU – that was like a huge one of my favorite and biggest characters was like gone. It's like, oh, what the heck? Um, but now he's back, which is awesome. And not only that, uh, you know, because they've thrown out the EU, we don't have the Yuzong Vong, which was hor- a horrible storyline. I-, I know some people out there might want to kill me or throw me off a bridge or whatever, but I think that was part one of the worst storylines in Star Wars ever. I mean, it wasn't the best. It was definitely good at times, but it, for the most part, it just felt kind of like a rehash of the flood or something. Halo, like it was just too yeah. one-sided, I suppose. Well, you know, and it just—it seemed like it was just everything was OP. I mean, you know, you go fighting them, and they use a stick that can bounce off lightsabers. Like that makes snake. no sense to me. It's like a snake thing, and then they're impervious to the force. Like it was just—it it was a little bit too much. Yeah. So, all right. So that's that stuff's really cool. So let's kind of move on. So the Justice League trailer hit. Yeah. Yeah. I what are your up, thoughts though. on that? Um, I haven't watched that yet because okay. I'm behind on my trailers. But uh, so I'll just let you guys take this one. <laughs> I'll no say problem. this. I think I enjoyed the Wonder Woman trailer, that individual films trailer, a little bit more. I, yeah. I just feel like the Justice League hasn't been set up properly. Like, I understand who all the characters are. I love all the characters, but I don't know them in this DC Cinematic Universe as well as I'd want to before yeah. they start getting everybody together. You know what I'm saying? It's a good trailer, yeah. and I'm definitely excited for it, but I don't know enough about it to be invested in all these new faces. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I mean, you, you're kind of spoiled in a way because of how Marvel did it. We got to see each character kind of blossom first and then get put together. Yeah, exactly. And now we're just kind of, you know, the the Trinity was forced together, and now it's suddenly, boom, let's throw everything, everyone else in there. Um, I kind of liked it. I enjoyed it the way they set it up, especially where, you know, Batman's being kind of wisecracky to each of the people. Um, I... I I don't. Di- there's there's two things that kind of bug me. One, I don't dig the Flash's suit. Um, I like the a suit from the TV series, uh, but the, the justice. What was that? It's a little bit too injustice. Like yeah, definitely. And um, Cyborg. Oh my gosh, horrible. I just I. I like his design. He's a little skinny, which is weird. Yeah, it was pretty cool, but we haven't seen very much of it yet. Yeah, I'm hoping it looks better, but um, you know, Cyborg's a big guy. I mean, in the comics, he's massive, but they portray him as kind of a short guy, and he's got—it looks like he's got you know neon racing lights going on throughout his body, which just doesn't make sense to me. Um, Okay, I know, incredibly racist, but we can't ignore the fact that he's black. And he wants to pimp himself out a little bit. I think the neon lights are a little bit cool. And maybe if this is just like you know uh, the the cyborg Mark One, like we might maybe another version of him in his own movie or something a little bit later. Yeah. Um. One thing I will say, uh, and it's pretty much what I've said since before I even saw even the picture of the new Flash guy. Um. You posted on our site, oh, which Flash looks better, the TV one or the movie one? And most people have said the TV one, and yeah. that's just another thing that I think they're just totally screwed themselves with that because, of course, everyone's going to feel something for the TV one over the movie one because that's the one they've been used to. Yeah. And so I just don't see it being successful with him either because everyone will wish it's the other guy instead. And it's just Oh, I totally agree with you, McKay. Like, me and Jess, we've been very invested in this new Flash and we both, as a, like together, we both really like the Flash as a character more than we ever thought we would because of the TV show. It's really hard to get invested in a new Flash just when this old Flash is starting to like bring that character into light for you. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, a lot of people are going to be invested way more in the TV Flash than this Flash. But maybe those surprises. I like the actor a lot. I just don't know this Flash very well. I got a bad feeling about this. So, uh, yeah, we had some technical difficulties there. Uh, there's a blip, there's a blop, and uh, we're back. It's so, cool. uh, I got to watch the whole Justice League trailer in that time, so now I can oh, talk about it. <laughs> 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 um, okay, so just quick notes. Uh, yeah, the Flash's costume already looks like uh, either Iron Man or the new Power Ranger costumes that have come out, so that's yeah. kind of lame. Uh, and possibly cool, I don't know, I can't judge. But the kid did make me laugh when he was like... I need friends. I don't know. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I, I, I will admit that he. I like the Barry Allen that they've developed. Yeah. You know he he he's kind of fun. He's wisecracking. It's the suit that bugs me. Yeah. No, that's, I totally agree. And then Cyborg just looks super fake. I don't necessarily know how you'd make that look any more real though. But he just looked also kind of out of place in that trailer. I was like, ugh, you stick out funny. Yeah. No, he definitely um, does. And then is Jason Momoa or Aquaman's eyes like that so he could like see underwater, or why why are they like that? Maybe to make him look aquatic. Okay, because like it's kind of cool, but it's also kind of like standoutish. Like, why does he have eyes like that? So I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, 
I'm sure they'll eventually explain it. Um, I mean, because let's face it, Aquaman is supposed to be a blue-eyed, blonde-haired guy. You know, he's supposed to look like the the perfect Aryan nation type of a person. But the one thing I do love in the trailer is where he's got Batman pinned up against the wall. And he's like, "So I hear you talk to fish," which was <laughs> yeah. just beautiful. Um, yeah, no, I, I like it. Like, I, I, he's definitely more chippery, and that's what I kind of wanted. And I don't feel like we got much out of Batman vs Superman too. Like, mm-hmm. I get Bruce Wayne does have a dark side and everything, but he's not like a horrible. I hate everything about life. Like, he is still a fun dude. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. It made me happy. No, I'll give the, uh, the trailer a bunch of brownie points for though. What? The use of Icky Thump. Yeah, Icky Thump. <laughs> all right. We all I, like Icky, I love Icky Thump. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Um, but then I also had time to watch the Wonder Woman trailer, and, and Jared, you kind of bummed me out because I, I, I did think it was that good. I, really? I, I thought it was. Trailer more. It I, like uh, uh response to uh, Captain America. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think it's, re- it's great. I mean, when I saw the picture, I knew they were going to go back. To that that time era, and I think they've really helped capture that, and I really think it's going to be awesome. Uh, you know, it's kind of weird seeing Buttercup in you know Amazon warrior garb, but hey, I can deal with that. <laughs> you have to admit, out of everything in that trailer, that that music riff at the end for Wonder Woman, that is boss. Yeah, it was awesome, and that's what's. And I'll, I'll just wait till I see the movie because that's what I with the Batman vs Superman. I'm like, I'm not excited for Wonder Woman, and then she was actually one of my favorite parts of that movie. Yeah, and it's the same with this trailer. I'm like, ah, I still don't think you're that pretty, but but you're probably gonna be a badass again in your movie, so I'll just wait until then. You know, the, the one thing I have to respect about the casting for this Wonder Woman is she's got that Mediterranean look, which is where Wonder Woman is supposed to be from, from part of Greek culture. So I think they're really capturing that. Instead of having, you know, a super busty woman, they're they're going for someone that's normal and that someone that kind of you would expect that would come from Greek or Athens or something like that. So I, I like it, and she did a pretty decent job too. I think she did great, and I'll be the first to admit that I had a hard time accepting Gal Gadot for, you know, being Wonder Woman, because I'm just like, she just doesn't look big enough to be an Amazonian. Yeah. But it's slowly winning me over. Like, I, I'm slowly getting more used to it, and I, I think she's actually pretty badass. Yeah. And and it, it is tough, you know, when you, she's standing there next to Batman and, you know, and Superman, and Henry Calvill is just, I mean, he looks massive. He looks even bigger than he did in, you know, Man of Steel in this movie. Um and you have her standing next to him, and she looks like the teeny one, and she's supposed to be, you know, just as strong. So, yeah. But I'm excited. I'm excited to see where they're going. You know, I, I, I'm really hoping they're going for the Earth 3 story arc with Stephen Wolf and resurrecting and having the dark Superman. And if that's the case, oh, man, it, this is going to be a fun ride. I really think that is where they're going, and I'm actually more excited about that story arc than I would with the normal Justice League, because yeah. Dark Superman, that was that's a pretty dark and hard-to-swallow story for a lot of average DC fans. So yeah. The general audiences are going to find it very cool, very shocking, different. Yeah. Well, and the one thing that I'm kind of bummed about is we don't have a green, we don't have Green Lantern. I mean, 
almost every Justice League has had a Green Lantern, and we don't have that. And so, has there been any word on if they're going to reboot it or try and bring him into the Justice League? Like, all I there is is the Green Lantern Corpse movie that's coming out. Correct. Correct. Yes. So instead of just doing an individual, a single Green Lantern movie, they're doing the Corpse, which I think is a good idea, um, because. Then it's kind of a space. They're they're going to be able to do it out in space instead of having it just on Earth. Um, like but a again, Guardians of the Galaxy kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think that's where they're going. Is okay, you know, we've got the Iron Man character, which is our Batman. We've got the Captain America, which is our Superman. We've got, you know, they're they're coining that they're pointing all those out. Now it's okay. Let's do a Guardians of the Galaxy type movie. We can do that with Green Lantern. I mean, they they can, and it would work out perfectly. I mean, you've got Hal Jordan, you've got Kyle Rayner, you've got uh, John Stewart and Guy Gardner. I mean, just those four alone are like comedy in themselves if they're pulled off right. Let alone yeah. all the other different types of Green Lanterns, uh, you know, with Kilowog and the rest. So. And that's still not even until 2019, so yeah. it won't be in part of either Justice League movie. I believe. No, no, no. So that's crazy. I, I yeah. That's that's hard for me to swallow. <laughs> I know, right? off because Green Lantern's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, and, but well, so it, with that, I know almost everyone in this world hated the Green Lantern movie for some reason, but I actually really liked it. But what, I did too. Did, I, I, I never heard it. you. Okay, cool. I, I enjoyed yeah, cool. it. However, it was not the best story in the universe. I will admit oh. that. You know, and as a you know, like as a film, I felt like it was kind of a train wreck. But as a as a uh, Green Lantern fan, I thought it was pretty fun. You know, I yeah. But yeah, it wasn't perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it, it was a fun ride. It was definitely was a fun ride, but it was far from perfect. There was a lot of issues. Uh, Ryan Reynolds was a, a bad casting. Um, you know, he, yes, he was funny, but he, he just didn't fit Hal Jordan for me. And the throwing parallax in there, it was it was just too soon. I mean, it was we could. There's so many better villains they could have thrown in there. They You're saying made, DC yeah. did something too soon? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Uh, I've never heard that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I get that, though. It's sad, but I guess we'll see in the future what happens to Green Lantern. I was really hoping to get um, a version of Jon Stewart Green Lantern uh, played by, what's his name, um, Idris or something? The guy oh, from... Uh, Idris Elba? Yeah, yeah. I think he'd yeah. be perfect Jon Stewart Green Lantern. No, I, I I agree. He could, you know, I everything I've ever seen him in, I love. I mean, uh, I just took my kids to go see Jungle Book, and he does the voice of Shere Khan. Oh yeah. my gosh, you know, and and I've been a fan. I I used to love the the Disney cartoon, and when Disney came out and said they were going to do a live action remake, I'm like, no, this isn't going to be cool. After watching that, I loved that version more than the cartoon. It was amazing, and then having his voice as Shere Khan, it just gave me shivers. You know, he's just—he's an amazing actor. I don't know. Have you ever seen uh, the TV series Luther? I haven't yet. I've oh. heard lots of good things about it, though. Yeah, you need to watch it. Um, it is amazing. Just amazing. So, uh, uh, did we lose Jared? I don't know. It does sound like he's gone. I don't know. Maybe walked away for a second. Um, one other question: Are we talking about the Killing Joke? Uh, because I saw that this week. Or are we waiting? Until... Let's we, let's do that on the next show. Um, okay, cool. Because we could probably spend a whole show just talking about that. Fair enough. Okay. Um, 
but we are, I mean, we're definitely dwindling down on time. Um, the su- let's, let's talk about the Suicide Squad trailer. Okay, yeah, the final one did just come out for it, correct? Yeah, it did. Did, um, I, did you get to watch I it? I think I saw it. It just came out last week, right? I'm pretty sure I saw it. Yeah. One second. Yeah, okay, so... Wait, is this the one with Batman in it, or was that the second one? Batman was in the second one, but he does show up in this third one. Um, we kind of see a little bit of maybe what the who, the villain's going to be. Okay, maybe I haven't seen this one then yet because it does okay. look different then. Um, yeah, that's it's, like it's next week. That's and weird. It, yeah, Have and they it normally came, done the last trailer a week before the actual movie comes out? It feels like kind of late, right? Um, it is, but this was released at uh, San Diego. Oh, okay, at the Comic-Con with yeah. the DC panel or whatever. Yeah, so this was one of those specialty ones that they're throwing out, and they finally hit the net. Uh, it's definitely pretty amazing, for sure. All right, uh, I think we we did lose Jared, so I'm going to send yeah. him another. Okay. Another can you fake here. take this out and in or not, really? Yeah, I can take I can take all this out and edit. So. Okay, <laughs> sorry. I was just like. Uh, so 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 the nice thing about this the way we're recording this is all the audio is even no one's louder no one's quieter it's all smooth even across and we just record one single file and i can edit it it's really awesome all right so jerry's back all right so now that we're almost out of time let's talk about the new suicide squad trailer that just came out yay um, I think there's too many Suicide Squad trailers. I'll be bluntly honest about that. Yeah, but I'm still like I don't think it's watered it down for me at all. No, I, I I do like it. I like the fact that they're mixing music in with each of these trailers, and the music fits. It it really does. Every time we've seen a trailer, it, it like resonates with what they're showing, and it resonates with the audience, which is really cool. And every time I see Harley, I'm really I'm really digging this. Um, I mean, I wasn't too sure how they could pull off this character, but Margot Robbie, everything I've seen on the others, it's amazing. And Will Smith is Deadshot. I wasn't too sure about that, but he it's great. Um, Captain Boomerang's character, holy crap. So I'm excited about this. I'll say this again, too. I really feel like I've seen Margot Robbie's uh, uh, Harley Quinn before. In mm-hmm. Wall Street, so I, I have the utmost confidence that she's going to kill this role. Yeah, pretty- I mean, my only concern with the whole movie, because the one thing I did like about this new trailer is you see Superman's funeral, so we know this is they're connecting this to those events. Um, we do know Batman's in here. My only concern about the the whole movie is comes down to one point and that is the Joker whether I will be able to enjoy that this version of the Joker at all because it just seems odd to me who I don't know if this is counts as spoilers or not is for sure not Jason Todd so yeah. we can get rid of that forever just well so. that's what the director is saying and who knows if the director is being truthful in that statement true but, it, but it, I'm not sold. I still think that's Jason Todd. And and maybe they're not going with Jason Todd, but it could still be one 
uh, one of the Robins. <gasps> Tim Drake. Just kidding. I just want it to be the Joker now at this point. <laughs> yeah, I just I I don't know. And if it is he if he is just the Joker, I don't know if it sells for me now. I like the idea of him being Jason Todd because it makes more sense because he's he's younger. He well, he looks younger, um, and he looks like someone that would have been maybe under Batman's wing. Where, you know, because of the the age of Ben Affleck and and the Batman that we have, I mean, we can clearly see he's an older man because he's got gray in his beard. I want to see a seasoned Joker, not some younger punk. Yeah. I mean, I'm not for sure like what what uh, possibilities that this will create if it is Jason Todd, but I really do want to see a Nightwing sooner or later, like really bad. And I don't know if that would complicate things uh, on that aspect. Yeah, well, I mean, I do like our kind of our theory with you know because Matt Damon wants to come in and be in a Batman movie that Matt Damon comes in as Nightwing. And, <laughs> I think that could be that could work and that could be fun, a fun dynamic, but at the same time for me that's gonna be kinda of weird hailing back to the days of dogma and all those other movies they used to hang out in. Oh Ben Affleck. <laughs> Goodwill hunting too? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. And to me, and I know people always bash on Robin almost as much as they bash on Aquaman. I would love to see Nightwing, but I'm I'm down to just have Robin finally back in a movie. We we kind of had that in the older Batman movies, but and then they fake teased it, I guess, in the Dark Knight trilogy, but not really. Yeah. But I don't know. You know, to be honest, I, Robin has always kind of been a character that hasn't made sense to me, um, because Batman really doesn't need him. It's like, why do we have Robin? He's just some weird boy that lives with Batman. That runs around. I mean, what sane so, adult so, lets a child run around with him going after serial killers? And wait, what about Batgirl then? Do you hate Batgirl as well? But see, Batgirl makes more sense because when she came in, she was an adult. She wasn't a child. Oh, so true. I don't, I don't know. It's still just running around with Batman when Batman doesn't really need her. You're right. But then she, you know, she eventually becomes Oracle and, yeah. Batgirl when we cover the killing joke. Yes. But All right. I, I I do agree that Batgirl is a is a more functional character for Batman, especially um, if we want to develop Batman more as a human being. Yeah. All right. So we are uh, almost. We're at. Well, we are out of time actually. So with that said, uh, we're going to take off. Uh, give us your thoughts on the trailers. You know where to. Uh, contact us on the Facebook page, on Twitter, or even at info@dentalcollegeradio.com because we want to know your thoughts. So, Absolutely. with that said, we're out of here and uh, tune in for Monday's show when we talk about the Killing Joke. Yes. <laughs> Second nerds. Hey, Dental Crawlers fans, it's time to really pull out the stops. So what we want to do is we want you to go like our Facebook page, like, uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, follow us on YouTube, and not only that, tell your friends about us. If there is anyone in your life or even in at your work that you think loves geek, loves, you know, superheroes, comic books, gaming, anything in the realm of geek, tell them about our show. 
We want to make this the number one hit show out there. We want to uh, let get the news out there. We want our numbers to swell, and we want you and everyone else to join the Geek Revolution. So tell your friends about us, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and we want to hear from you. We want this the best greatest and most entertaining interactive show out there you know most podcasts are not going to be delivering what we want to deliver this next year and so far we've had a great year it's all thanks to you and we just want to keep this rolling and make things even more possible we've got some great things in the works uh coming down the pipeline with some amazing interviews and the more people we can get listening to the show liking our pages the more interest we can get and the bigger uh, more entertaining interviews we can get so please 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 help us out with this because we want to bring some amazing content to you and we can't do it without your help so with that said i'm gonna say we're out of here and catch you next time and of course join the geek revolution <laughs>